Why should you visit Kings Island? Do it because less time planning means more time for this. Do it to take a one-day family vacation. Do it to catch a serious case of the giggles together. And of course, do it to eat a funnel cake the size of your face. Because here at Kings Island, doing something just for the fun of it is all the reason you need. Right now, everyone pays kids' price. Kings Island tickets just $45 online. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Big D Breakdown, your home for all things Dallas Cowboys news. Welcome to the Big D Breakdown. I am your host, Larry Lease. Join us as we break down all the latest news from around to AT&T Stadium. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Game Time. If you're looking for the best place to find tickets to all your events, football games, concerts, baseball games, you want to check out Game Time. For me, they've become the go-to source for all my Dallas Cowboys tickets. Check them out today. The link is in the description. And now let's dive into the first topic. Three free agents that would fit in Dallas. There's a difference between free agents that fans want and players that just fit. For example, trading for Stefan Diggs would be a move that everyone in Dallas wants to see but it might not feel the biggest need. A more relevant example is that Von Miller was talked about non-stop until he signed with the Bills. But no one even considered the possibility of Lakin Tomlinson joining the Dallas Cowboys. Even though guard is a more pressing need at the moment than edge, it is often more fun to discuss the players that we want, even if it might not be the best fit. But of the three free agents available, who fits best in Dallas? Well, starting off at number three, Dwayne Brown. Of the three on this list, Brown is the biggest question mark with respect to his price tag. The former Seahawk is coming off a 2021 Pro Bowl season, and in 2020, he was the fifth-ranked tackle in the league by PFF grading. However, at 37 years old, he's no spring chicken. But since 2008, he's been one of the most consistent tackles in the league. He hasn't finished below the league average by PFF grading since his sophomore season. And Brown has been remarkably consistent, only missing four games over the last four years. A three-time All-Pro player and five-time Pro Bowler is reaching the end of his career, but he still has it. 
What makes him confusing is what type of contract he will demand. If he still wants a contract that will pay out more than $10 million annually, then he is in a realistic signing. But if Brown wants a two-year cheaper deal to end his career, it is worth it. Because the reason that Brown is a perfect fit is that he is the ideal bridge tackle. Terrence Steele might not be the answer at right tackle, and the injuries are starting to pile up with Tyron Smith, meaning that Smith, Lael Collins' era, is officially over. And they have to start figuring out who the next two long-term. But that issue is not going to be solved in one year. Thus, if Dallas signs Brown to a cheaper deal given his age, he would fit the timetable. He'd provide starter quality depth to the roster while also giving the Cowboys flexibility to figure out the future of tackle. Additionally, they could move Steele back to swing tackle for the time being. Now, Brown is not a good fit if he st- still demands an all-pro salary or if he's looking for any deal longer than two years. But if Dallas can pick him up at the price that a 37-year-old tackle should be, it'd give them the perfect bridge player while they find the right and left tackle of the future. Number two, Akeem Hicks. Safety and defensive tackle will forever remain two completely ignored positions on the Cowboys roster, both by free agency spending and draft capital. Every fan knows these are positions that have been neglected for far too long but need to be addressed. Well, Akeem Hicks at least provides a veteran outside presence in a defensive interior locker room that is primarily composed of young, internally developed players. And this is not the Gerald McCoy, Natari Poe experiment. Hicks still has it. Because after six weeks of recovering from injury in 2021, Hicks returned in week 15 to the tune of four quarterback pressures, two sacks, four run defense stops, and zero missed tackles. But the fact that but the fact that he is 32 years old, his injury, and the reality that he hasn't looked particularly dominant since 2018 should keep Hicks within the Cowboys price range. If Dallas is going to focus on one area of the defense, it should be on stopping the run. And Hicks has been a valuable asset for the Bears' run defense since he joined the team in 2016. Now that he's a free agent, he'd immediately boost a relatively mediocre Dallas run defense. It was only two years ago that he finished his second consecutive season ranked as a top 10 defensive tackle against the run. Hicks might not be as unstoppable as he once was, but he would still upgrade the Dallas run defense. And what might be even more valuable for the Cowboys is the experience he would bring to the roster. For years now, Dallas has adopted a strategy of replenishing their defensive tackle depth with later round draft picks and thus, they always have a young defensive interior. The average age of the defensive tackles is currently on the Cowboys roster is 24.3, and that includes 28-year-old Carlos Watkins, who is technically listed as a defensive end. Hicks would help in the development of players. This would be the first defensive tackle Dallas has added in a while that not only has the ability to make an impact on the field, but also add a veteran voice for the young defensive tackle rotation. These two factors make him a great fit in Dallas. And then, at number one, Daryl Williams. This name might be the least exciting for Cowboys fans, but it is the best fit. Because while Daryl Williams is less talented than Dwayne Brown or Akeem Hicks, he's the cheapest, and he can fill two needs. Plus, he's only 29 years old and has an all-pro selection under his belt. Williams is better in pass protection than in run blocking, but he is decent at both. Barring a complete turnaround, he likely won't become a staple on the Cowboys' offensive line, but he still has started 74 in the 89 games he has played. For the past three years, he has been reliable for both the Bills and the Panthers. Not turning heads, mind you, but he does his job. 
However, with Connor Williams leaving for Miami and the issues at tackle discussed in the Dwayne Brown section, there are multiple needs the Cowboys need to fill up front, and it is unclear how these needs will progress after the draft. The most likely outcome is Dallas uses pick number 24 to select a guard, but circumstances change. So if you have multiple needs up front and it is unclear what you will fit them during the draft, wouldn't it stand the reason that the perfect fit right now would be a lineman that can do anything? Alas, Daryl Williams. Over the past three seasons, Williams has played 1,300 snaps at guard, over 2,000 snaps at tackle, and it is not as if the Bills moved him from tackle to guard over this stretch and realized he was better at guard, or vice versa. He frequently moved positions for the Bills based on need. In 2019, he played both tackle and guard at an even rate. In 2020, he only played tackle, and then in 2021, it was once again a somewhat even split. Over the last three years, Williams has more than 170 snaps at left guard, right guard, left tackle, and right tackle. He can fill in at any position on the offensive line outside of center. Which is the perfect fit for what Dallas needs right now, because says, say the Cowboys surprisingly signed Dwayne Brown, who almost exclusively plays tackle, but during the draft, the guards are unexpectedly drafted early. In this case, Dallas might have to reach on a guard when a tackle would be the better pick. With Stephen Jones apparently interested in adding more free agents, there are plenty of players that can still be signed. Whether that be based on talent or need, the pool of starter quality players has shrunk, but it still exists. However, every day there are fewer options to choose from. That means Jerry and Stephen Jones have to decide whether they want to sign based on fit or talent and start now. Because these are two entirely different notions. But there are options at each, as long as they're willing to do something about it. Hey, let us know in the comments section below. Who do you think they should sign right now? And as always, you can tweet us the answer or your thoughts at Big D Breakdown on Twitter or find us on Facebook. And now our next topic. McCarthy has been skipping NFL meetings this week. The frenzy free agency has pretty much subsided, but that hardly means that there isn't any NFL business to tend to. There is actual and legitimate business for the NFL to discuss which is the point of the league meetings that will be taking place this week in Florida. It is expected that as just one example, the league will figure out if they want to change the rules to overtime. Again. More than anything, this week will provide microphones for NFL dignitaries to speak into in order to talk about the moves that their franchises have made over the last few weeks. While boys brass hardly ever passes up the opportunity to speak on the state of the team, there will be no such opportunity for Mike McCarthy this week, and it's seemingly his own choice. McCarthy will not be among those in attendance for the NFL's annual meetings this week in Florida. It's reported that he is instead choosing to focus on the upcoming draft. To be clear, these are these are just league meetings, so they hardly so they are hardly anything to really scratch your chin at. However, within the report that McCarthy would not attend was a specific nugget from the Dallas Morning News that it is uncommon for a head coach to not attend the league's annual meetings. We have heard McCarthy speak on two occasions so far this offseason. He spoke at the Combine, like every other head coach, but the more notable instance came when he surprisingly joined the Rich Eisen show and discussed Jones' comments about Dan Quinn, his own future, so on and so forth. We are now about a month away from the 2022 NFL Draft, so McCarthy locking in on that process is hardly strange. He has been a bit hands-off as far as the draft, in a normal way, 
Throughout his time as the Cowboys head coach, he's generally left that process to Will McClay in the team's scouting department. That does not appear to be the case this year, as evidenced by the report, as well as last week's report, that this is the most involved he has ever been throughout a pre-draft process. This offseason has hardly been short on storylines for the Cowboys, so there will certainly be some who look to read into this. It merely seems to be McCarthy understanding that the draft is the most important part of this offseason for the Cowboys, and ensuring that the team handles it as best as they can. While it is uncommon for head coaches to miss these meetings, it has happened before. This is going back a ways, but considering the way it was phrased when Patriots head coach Bill Belichick missed in 2009. Not to say that McCarthy is Belichick, but the draft was highlighted as the reason for the latter missing out. It was also noted that there was extensive turnover with the New England coaching staff at the time, which isn't the case for the Cowboys. But the point is that this has happened before. And now, please hit that like button, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which we hope to have running in a short couple of days. And let us know your thoughts on social media. And now on to our next topic. All th- the Cowboys' first-round draft pick will almost certainly be either Kenyon Green or Zion Johnson. All things are pointing to the Cowboys using their top draft resource on a big man in the middle. The Dallas Cowboys are going to select an offensive lineman with their first-round pick. More specifically, they're going to draft one of the top guards in this year's class. Now, is this an absolute certainty? Of course not. But the way things have been going, it sure seems to be shaping out that way. For starters, the Cowboys need a new left guard, as the starter over the last four years, Connor Williams, left in free agency. And if it, if last year showed anything, it's apparent that Connor McGovern is not the answer. Even if he was, McGovern is entering the final year of his rookie deal, so they're going to need some someone new sooner or later. And let's not forget, the team just released veteran right tackle Lael Collins, a player some would some hoped would slide over to left guard since Terrence Steele has marked his territory at right tackle. That leaves the Cowboys a little light along the offensive line, so they will be looking to the upcoming draft to help repair the damage. Of course, you don't want to prioritize need over talent, like we previously said, but as luck would have it, they might not have to. The late out of this draft just so happens to have two of the top college guards projected to go right around where the Cowboys are picking. It's fate. Now, if a premier talent and a more valued position falls in their lap, by all means, take the guy. In fact, Jerry Jones reiterated that exact message earlier this week when asked if the Cowboys will select an offensive lineman early in next month's draft. If Lady Luck doesn't grace the Cowboys this year, they should be able to calmly select one of these talented guards with pick 24. And we should be perfectly okay with that. There's two big men who could find themselves hearing the Cowboys call their name on draft day. Zion Johnson from Boston College. There's so much to love about Zion Johnson. His tape is sensational to where he was already regarded as one of the top guards in this year's draft. But then he went out and just killed it at the combine. The combination of pure athleticism with high-level production in college makes him a continuous climber on draft boards. He's also a really smart player. The way he processes the play pre-snap as well as reacts after the snap is super impressive. This is a skill that has sorely been lacking at left guard for the Cowboys. Too many times the two Connors are caught off balance and end up five yards down the field blocking air. 
This won't happen with Zion. He has the ability to know where he needs to be, as well as the physical ability to get there quickly. He seals well and consistently holds his blocks, and you won't ever find this guy picking daisies as he's always looking for work. Johnson is like one of those cars with lane tracing assist. He comes standard with great awareness and smart hands. Without hesitation, he'll strike his opponent, fail out his positioning, and then self-correct himself to put him square where he needs to be to create leverage for his next block. It's as if his body is always recalculating to where he's always right where he needs to be. That is a safety feature any team would love to have to protect their quarterback. And then we have Kenyon Green. Regarded as the top interior offensive lineman prior to the combine, Green's tape is just exceptional. He has such a strong history of fending off some of the most powerful defensive tackle competition in college. To where it's hard not to be impressed with his ability, but then came the combine. After looking horrible in essentially every testing metric, Green's stock has suddenly taken a hit. What people should love about Green is that he's such a reliable wall. He's not overly nimble. You won't see him flying in space, but you will see him winning on just about every play. He's got such great balance as he plays with a wide base, quick to engage in contact, and has the strength to push defenders off their spots. Green has a really good sense of where to place his feet, as he'll constantly re-anchor to set himself. He plays with great pad level to maintain leverage, and does a fantastic job using his hands to get full extension against the rusher, lifting him enough to throw off his balance. For as big and un unathletic as he is, Green does a great job keeping his feet light to mirror the movement of the defender. He's packing some extra mass around his midsection, but he has excellent knee bend enabling him to anchor down and create a wall. He also does a great job locating defenders and shows good mobility to get to his spot in time. And when he gets there, he's going to move people. Green does a very good job covering up defenders and creating running lanes. Green is equally effective in pass protection. While his hand placement can be a little inconsistent at times, his meat hooks are vice grips and he will use his hands to drive his man back. He's not exempt from the occasional holding penalty and that's not what Cowboy fans want to hear, so improved handwork is still needed. By the way, Kenyon Green was the Cowboys pick during the latest mock draft that was run previously by Blogging the Boys. You can check them out on YouTube. And our final topic. The Cowboys have addressed all but one of their major needs this offensive line. Or, I mean, excuse me, their major needs this offseason. Help along the offensive line for Cowboys would be nice. Odds are you've not been surprised by how the Dallas Cowboys have approached this offseason. And that is all we have for this episode of the Big D Breakdown. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Let us know your thoughts on Twitter at Big D Breakdown or on Facebook at The Big D Breakdown. If you want to support the show, help grow our channel, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Big D Breakdown. Your support helps the channel grow, hire new hosts, upgrade our equipment, and take our show on the road, possibly. Thanks so much for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. This has been the Big D Breakdown with your host, Larry Lees. Thank you for listening and watching. Follow us on social media at Big D Breakdown on Twitter, Facebook, New Big D Breakdown, and on Instagram. Just search the Big D Breakdown. Thank you for joining us.
See you next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.